Greek philosopher Theophrastus said, Time is the most valuable thing a man can spend. Walking is not like other forms of exercise. When you walk, there are so many things you could do at the same time. Now, if you're a runner, can you talk on the phone with family and friends? I couldn't when I was running. If you're huffing and puffing in a 45-minute boot camp session uh, or any other kind of uh, cycling class, spin class, can you dictate your best ideas into your notes app? I couldn't. Can you even think clear enough to come up with that breakthrough idea? I couldn't. So the number one complaint I get about walking is that it takes so much time to do. My reply is that it depends on what you do with your time while you walk. Now, when done right, the time you spend walking will actually give you more time. Would you believe me if I told you I created and outlined my first four walking books while I was out walking? Or that I came up with most of my YouTube video ideas, my podcast topics, my blog post topics while I was out on my walks? Or I came up with teaching lessons while I was out walking? Now, after listening to this podcast, you'll wish you spent more time walking. Now, if you currently walk to stay physically fit, you know the benefits of walking. This podcast will give you other ideas to enhance your walking time. And if you are not yet a walker and are skeptical about the benefits of walking, then this podcast may be eye-opening to how you can find the time to walk and all that you can do while you're walking. Now, in this podcast, I'll touch on four main topics. One, the benefits of a 15-minute walk. Two, the power of neurotransmitters. Number three, nine reasons people say they don't have time and my reply to each of those friction points, and I'll also explain what a friction point is. And lastly, I'll give you a list of 75 things you can do while walking. So after listening to this podcast, you'll wish you spent more time walking. Also, go back to episode 13 of the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast. I did a whole episode on time management. I give you 10 tips on time management to help you get in more walking time. So the information in this podcast will keep you busy over the next few months. And my goal is to get you walking for the rest of your life. Now, if you like what you hear from the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast, please follow, like, and share this episode. Remember the opening quote from Theophrastus, time is the most valuable thing a man can spend. Let's begin. Caution, the information contained in this podcast may cause you to feel better than you have ever felt in your entire life. Symptoms include a broader smile, happier disposition, brighter outlook on life, and a general feeling of bliss. Proceed with wild abandon. Hello, I'm Frank Ring, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Walking for Health and Fitness, The Easiest Way to Get in Shape and Stay in Shape. I discovered the healing power of walking after a severe back injury put me out of work for four months and literally left me on my back trying to relieve the pain and heal. Through my books, website, YouTube videos, walking programs, and now this podcast, it's my mission to help others achieve a healthy, balanced lifestyle one step at a time through walking. Join me each episode as I discuss the physical and emotional benefits of walking along with information about fitness, mindset, nutrition, wellness, and more. So join me each week as I encourage you to walk on. Now here's the thing. When you walk, you're engaging the physical, emotional, and the creative benefits of physical activity. First, let's go over the benefits of taking a quick 15-minute walk. 
it only takes some planning to reap the benefits of a 15-minute walk. We all know the importance of regular exercise and the fundamental impact it has on our mental, physical, and emotional health. Yet, don't you find there are days when you just don't have the time or the effort or the oomph for a full workout, right? Now, several new studies have shown that walking at least 15 minutes every day can add seven years to your life. So if you're faced with a time crunch, taking a 15-minute walk will give you these great benefits. It'll improve your mood. That's through the power of endorphins. It'll lower your blood pressure and risk of heart attack, relieve back pain. It'll contribute to weight management, lower your risk of blood clots in your legs, strengthen your arms if you pump them, tighten your abdominal muscles, keep knee joints healthy, strengthen feet to reduce the load on other joints, enhances creativity and problem solving, and is low to no cost. And that's just to name a few of the many benefits of walking. Now, go back and listen to podcast episode number four, where I talk about the benefits of a daily walk. So how does walking give you these feel-good benefits, okay? It's in the power of the neurotransmitters. Now, walking releases four vital neurotransmitters that impact your motivation, productivity, creativity, and well-being. They are endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. So why is this so important? Well, neurotransmitters transmit electrical signals within the nervous system. Each of these neurotransmitters plays a specific role in your emotional state. Endorphins are natural pain and stress fighters. Stress and pain are leading factors in the release of endorphins. Endorphins interact with the opiate receptors in the brain to reduce the perception of pain. Endorphins act similarly to drugs such as morphine and codeine, but without addiction or dependence. So endorphins are released to decrease the feeling of pain. Now, the secretion of endorphins leads to feelings of euphoria, modulation of appetite, the release of sex hormones, enhancement of the immune system. The next neurotransmitter is dopamine, and dopamine motivates you to take action. It is responsible for the surge of reinforcing the feelings of pleasure and reward you get when you act towards accomplishing a goal. Remember all those times you've had that sudden eureka moment when the light bulb goes off in your head as you hit upon that breakthrough idea of that elusive problem. This feeling is the dopamine working its magic on your well-being. Now, a study of lab rats revealed just how vital dopamine is to taking action. Rats with low levels of dopamine they opted for the easier option and the less reward in food. Those with higher dopamine levels exerted the extra effort needed to receive double the amount of food, okay? So the motivation was involved in this. Now, serotonin, it controls your mood and is responsible for happiness. It helps regulate when you sleep and wake, helps you think, maintain your mood, and controls your sexual desire. Serotonin is released when you feel significant. Most antidepressants focus on the production of serotonin. Now, your brain has trouble telling the difference between what is real and what you imagine. So it produces serotonin in both cases. Reliving and reflecting on past achievements will cause the brain to produce serotonin. Now, more ways to produce serotonin levels are through affirmations, positive self-talk, gratitude, positive reflection, and the sunlight's UV rays promote vitamin D and serotonin production. You can easily do all of these during your walks. Oxytocin. Now, oxytocin is the glue that binds together healthy relationships. Oxytocin release creates intimacy, trust, and strengthens relationships. 
often referred to as the cuddle hormone. A simple way to keep oxytocin flowing is to hug someone. Okay, and you get this just from walking. One of the most exciting findings of the past few decades is that an increase in oxygen is always accompanied by an uptick in mental sharpness. Exercise acts directly on the molecular machinery of the brain. It increases neurons creation, survival, and resistance to damage and stress. Now, before I continue, my Amazon best-selling book, Walking for Health and Fitness, The Easiest Way to Get in Shape and Stay in Shape, has been the number one bestseller in the past on Amazon. It's reached number one several times and now regularly reaches the top 10 in digital and paperback walking books. So I have a great offer for you. Download the first two chapters for free. If you like them and go on to purchase the book, I'll give you the audiobook version for free. So you can listen to it on your next walk. And the audiobook alone is a $20 value much more expensive than what you would pay for the book itself. See the link in the show notes or go to walkingforhealthandfitness.com. The homepage has more about this giveaway. Now, in episode 14 of the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast, I talked about friction points. And these are the barriers or hurdles we must endure to get on with an activity. Now, I created my Stretching for Health and Fitness program to have you do all the stretches from the standing position. Now, this is an example of friction points. This reduces two main friction points to stretching after you go out for a walk. One is not having to lie down on the grass or floor or your home rug when you're sweaty, right? Who wants to work out when they, and get their clothes dirty or stained? Now, another friction point, for example, is that some people really can't get up and down off the floor very easily. Okay, so those are examples of friction points. Solving friction points helps you more easily complete a task, any task, okay? If that little nagging thing that's always a hassle to take care of before you get to the activity, that's the friction point. Now, there are several main reasons why people feel they don't have enough time to exercise. I'll go over nine of them and give you the solutions to overcome each of the friction points. Number one, busy schedule, okay? Many people have demanding work schedules, family responsibilities, and other commitments that take up a significant portion of their day. This leaves limited time for exercise. Now, to overcome this, consider the benefits of the 15-minute walk that I just went over. Now, here are some solutions to the lack of time argument. Get up a little earlier and walk before work or before you do anything else in the morning. Walk at lunchtime, okay? 15 minutes, you can squeeze in a 15-minute walk during most lunchtimes. Walk with family members. Now, some of my favorite times with my son were on our walks and our hikes. You can kill two birds with one stone here. Exercise and connection with your loved ones. Now, as I said earlier, a byproduct of walking is an uptick in mental sharpness and the activation of the neurotransmitters, dopamine, endorphins, serotonin, and oxytocin. I've always felt that our conversations between my son and I were always better during our walks. Now, again, you need only 15 minutes to reap these benefits. And argument number two, commuting time. Now, commuting to work or other obligations can consume a significant amount of time each day, leaving less time for physical activity. A solution could be to park 15 minutes away. You'll be calm and prepared for your workday, and you'll have time to unwind before your commute home. Now, if your commute is as traffic jammed as mine, then this may be the best walking time you can give yourself. Number three reason, prioritization. Some individuals prioritize other activities over exercise. They may feel that work, social commitments, or leisure activities are more important than dedicating time to exercise. 
So I have this question to ask, what's more important than your health? Just a 15 minute walk gives you so many benefits. So go back and re-listen to the benefits of taking a 15 minute walk. Number four, lack of motivation. Some people struggle with motivation when it comes to exercise. They may find it difficult to make exercise a priority in their lives. Now, in episode five of the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast, I asked the question, what's your why? And if you don't know your why you do something, how can you be motivated? So ask yourself these four questions if you lack the motivation to walk or exercise. One, what happens if you don't walk? Write down all the consequences of not being in good shape. For me, it's the fear of back pain and of gaining weight. Number two, what gives you that pep in your step? What is that one thing that when you do it, you lose track of time? For me, it's writing and talking about the benefits of walking and physical fitness. Number three, what are your strengths? We all have strengths and skills. What do you possess that will help you continue walking or doing another exercise? And four, probably most important, what fires up your passion? Walking will give you more time to develop and expand on your passion. Knowing your why will fire up your motivation, whether it's to exercise more or do anything else in your life. Now, reason number five people don't get out and exercise, it's fatigue. Busy and stressful lifestyles can lead to fatigue, making it challenging for people to find the energy and motivation to exercise. But remember, exercising boosts oxygen circulation inside your body. This increase in oxygen not only supports the mitochondria's energy production, but it allows your body to function better and to use its energy more efficiently. Now, walking is so gentle on the body that even if you're really, really tired, a 15-minute walk will put some pep in your step. Reason number six, lack of access. Not everyone has access to a convenient exercise facility like a gym, or maybe you just can't afford a gym, right? This can make it difficult for individuals to incorporate exercise into their daily routines. You can walk just about anywhere you want. Okay? Now, I've walked laps around my school, uh, my classroom to my main office to check my mailbox, which we very rarely get mail nowadays, but it's my excuse to walk. Then I do a lap or two around the auditorium. Then I walk up to the third floor, up the north end stairwell, walk south along that uh, hallway, down to the second floor, I walk south to north, and then down to the first floor, and walk back to my classroom. Now this quick walk really takes about 10 minutes. Okay, it's a nice little walk. It gives me around 900 steps, and I usually stop and talk to colleagues for some good social interaction, and just uh, this week, a little problem solving. So, um, you know, your workspace is a great place to walk. And number seven, technology and sedentary lifestyles. The prevalence of technology and sedentary jobs can lead to more time spent sitting and less time available for physical activity. Use technology to your benefit. Through your smartphone, listen to podcasts, audiobooks, and Blinkist, an online resource that condenses nonfiction books into 20-minute blinks. Now, I've listened to several at a time during a long walk, and I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check out the power of Blinkist. There are notes apps that you can use on your phone, so when you're exercising, you can jot down your ideas, and you could use Mapadometer, online resource to help you plan your routes. Number eight, the perception of time. Some people may perceive exercise as time-consuming and believe that they need to set aside long periods for it, which can be discouraging. Now, in this podcast, there are 75 things to do while walking, and the ideas that are coming up will allow you to compress time, to get more done, and because of the physical nature of walking, 
You'll improve your mindset via the neurotransmitters and social connections that are connected with walking. Number nine, poor time management. Uh, inefficient time management can lead to wasted hours that could be better used for exercise. Now again, listen to podcast 13 for more on time management and walking. In a nutshell, to better manage your time to walk, you must prioritize walking and fitness, set specific goals for your health and fitness, block out time to walk, and combined activities. And as you'll hear in a moment, walking will give you more than enough time in the long run. Now, once you experience the benefits of walking, you look forward to walking every day. Can you say the same thing about fighting traffic to get to the gym or working out in front of other people when you may not feel that you're at your best? Now, despite these challenges, it's important to prioritize physical activity for its numerous health benefits. Finding creative ways to incorporate exercise into your daily routine, such as taking short walk breaks, use active transportation, walking, or engaging in quick high-intensity workouts can help overcome time constraints. Now, planning and setting realistic fitness goals can also make it easier to find time to exercise. So let me go over 75 things you can do while walking. And when I'm reading the first 30 or so, I'll give you my reasons for doing each. And number one, workout. By combining walking and bodyweight fitness movements, you can create the ultimate fitness routine. Now, I love doing push-ups, squats, lunges, and planks at various points during my walk. Now, in the show notes, I'll leave a link to my fitness walking exercise program, which helps you combine all four of the core four exercises that I recommend in this program. It's an awesome workout. Now, I add hills to my route when I want a more challenging walk, and combining walking hills and bodyweight fitness, you increase the number of calories you burn each uh, time you walk. Okay, the number two uh, thing you can do while walking is thinking and brainstorming. This is unbelievable. What's your most pressing problem? Are you stuck in a work-related dilemma? Family issues weighing heavy on, on you? Uh, walking has a soothing effect on the mind and the body. Now, I've found the time spent walking has given me more time to think and better analyze problems in my life, which has resulted in much better solutions. Time and again, getting right to the point has saved me time in the long run. Recent research led by the University of California, Los Angeles, shows that taking a short walk each day can help to keep the brain healthy, supporting the overall resilience of cognitive functioning. Number three thing you can do while walking is daydream. Getting lost in our own world helps you explore new ideas, promotes creativity, improves your memory, solves problems, consolidates learning, you can improve your IQ, and reflection helps you aid in your development and well-being. Now tell me, couldn't you use more of all that? Number four, pray. You're alone with your thoughts. It's a great time to get outside of your own head and pray. Number five, walking meditation. Now my idea of walking meditation is to easily walk and breathe in an odd number breathing pattern. I write about this in my Walking for Health and Fitness book. Now, for example, I breathe in for four steps and I breathe out for three steps. This gives me an odd number, seven, so that you begin on the opposite foot every seven steps of the cycle. You can add or decrease the number of steps you take in the cycle, but it must be an odd number. Now, also allow yourself to be aware of the cross pattern movement of your arm and leg swings. Now, as you practice this breathing pattern, You'll begin to find that you can quickly drop into it at any time and feel a greater connection of the mind and the body. Applying this technique and you'll easily uh, drop into a meditative state. 
Now, when the miles pass by quickly and you finish your walk refreshed, you've hit the meditative sweet spot. Number six, practice gratitude. Now, while walking, you can simply take a moment to silently acknowledge all that you have. Giving thanks can transform your life. Gratitude opens up the door to more relationships, improved physical health, improved psychological health, helps you sleep better, enhances empathy, and reduces aggression, and increases mental strength. Wow, I'm so grateful to be able to get out on my walk most days. Number seven, listen to audiobooks to learn something. This is an absolutely fantastic way to enjoy a walk. Pass the time quickly and add to your knowledge base. Are you curious about the origins of the universe? You need a dose of fiction to entertain you. So you can learn a new language. Researchers have found that learning ability and memory retention improves because of the extra blood flow that walking brings. Learn a new skill. Need to learn sales, marketing, leadership. There's a wide range of audiobooks that focus on business and work issues. Walk your way to that promotion. Now, your local library should have audiobooks in digital or CD format for you to borrow. A good audiobook will entice you to keep walking. Now, on so many occasions, I've continued to walk because of a good audiobook. I'll walk just one more chapter. Now, I've used the app Blinkist to help me build my knowledge base. Blinkist condenses the best nonfiction books into 20-minute blinks to give you the most vital information in the book. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check out Blinkist. It's a great service. Number eight, listen to podcasts. Well, thank you for choosing to listen to the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast. Now, there are podcasts on every subject you can think of. You'll find no shortage of listening material. Now, number nine, write something. You can voice your ideas into your smartphone. Now, most smartphones have very good voice-to-text apps that turn your spoken word into text. Download the text when you get home. Put them into a Word document or Google Docs. And you're on your way to writing the great American novel or that work email you've been procrastinating. Number 10, listen to music. Okay, Let the terrain of the road dictate your music. Uh, If you have a nice, pleasant country road with no congestion, choose a soft acoustic uh, guitar instrumental. That's what I do. If there's a long, steep hill, there's many around where I live, I like to listen to Tom Petty's Climb That Hill. It's a great rock song. Okay, if you're stuck in heavy traffic, then get aggressive and play some heavy metal. Okay, but not too loud. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Number 11, photography. You can easily carry a small camera or use your smartphone, right? Okay, the, the, the photo capabilities of phones now are, are just incredible. You take pictures and find common themes such as trees, flowers, cars, roadside debris, pets, interesting yard statues. Okay, post them on Instagram or Facebook while you walk. Now, I post something almost every time I walk. Sometimes it's a nice photo of what I've seen while I'm walking, or other times it's a quote or walking advice. You can follow me at Instagram. I'm at Walking for Health and Fitness, and you could like my Facebook page. It's Walking for Health and Fitness program, and I also have your first walking group. Number 12, track your mileage. I've tracked my mileage over the past 19 years. Now, I was a runner until a back injury forced me to walk. Now, I'm hooked on walking, and my back feels great. Now, I've mapped out a route that will take me around the perimeter of the United States. It was my virtual walk around the United States. Now, this started years ago as a way to goof on my students, and it gave me a reason to get out the door when I was less than motivated. The fun part was photoshopping myself along the route, and I would tell my students that I've run and now walked the miles, just not in the locations that I put on the maps. So check that blog post out. It was a lot of fun to do, and I think you'll get a kick out of it. Number 13, scavenger hunt. Look for certain objects. Now, when I walk, I love finding coins on the road. 
How in the heck does a dime wind up in a small crack on the road far away from any house? I don't know, but it's a pretty cool find. Number 14, connect with family and friends. Make use of your smartphone by plugging in earbuds and the mic capability and talk to anyone while you're out walking. Number 15, walk the dog. That's if you have one, and if you don't, borrow your neighbor's dog. And what better way to spend a half an hour than with man's best friend exploring the neighborhood? Walking with your dog has the added benefit of reducing feelings of loneliness for you and your dog. Number 16, enjoy the environment. Just being outdoors in the fresh air gives you a mental boost. Self-esteem is boosted by all outdoor exercise. Number 17, walk with friends and loved ones. Does it get any better than spending quality time with the people you love and want to be with the most? I've always found that my deepest conversations take place while I'm walking. Number 18, walk for charity. Many 5K road racers allow walkers to line up at the back of the pack and walk the course. You get in a good walk, and they usually take place on roadways that are blocked off to traffic. The added benefit includes cheering crowds, water stops along the way, and everyone needs to be cheered on from time to time. The extra bonus, the event gets your donation. Number 19, have a destination in mind. My long walks are usually to a, a destination of a Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, coffee, snacks, and a bathroom. I usually sit and write down the ideas or thoughts I had while walking. Number 20, find your happy place. That's that place that's yours alone where you spend time with yourself. Now, I do have a happy place. Mine is a rock ledge overlooking the forest near my home. It's secluded, quiet, peaceful, and I meditate there. So I love walking up there. 21, walk into pleasant and enjoyable places. Uh, on the beach at the Jersey Shore is one of my favorite places to walk. Also, I've been up to Maine on the Marginal Way. That's a trail along uh, the, the Atlantic Ocean in Ogonquit, Maine. Finding walking routes that are both uh, scenic and less congested. My new favorite route is uh, I drive to a neighboring town where the streets are wide. The houses are big, so there's not much traffic that goes through. It's really nice. Number 22, discover, explore, and learn history. Now, I frequently walk at the Fort Lee Historic Park overlooking the Hudson River just by the George Washington Bridge. The park includes a Revolutionary War Museum and paved walking paths. General George Washington's men were surprised by the British and, and began the Continental's Army retreat through Bergen County. Fitness and history all in one walk. Number 23, window shopping or mall walking. Map out a route that takes you through your town's main shopping street. Another great idea is to hit the mall and walk indoors. It's, it's comfortable climate, no rain, places to sit, get a quick beverage, a snack. It's just perfect. Number 24, do yoga. Now, as you walk, you can perform some basic yoga such uh, stretches, such as the uh, partial sun salutation. Just walk comfortably and breathe in slowly. Raise your arms out to your side and up until both your palms touch over your head. Exhale as you bring them down to your sides. Now, to stretch your chest and shoulder, shoulders, try the following. Interlace your fingers behind you with the palms toward your back. Gently raise both your arms while you continue to walk. Hold for as long as comfortable and repeat both moves periodically throughout your walk. Number 25. It's a cool one. Spread happiness. Over the years, I've noticed the more people on the street that I wave to, the more waves I get back. It isn't long before people began to wave to me first. Uh, I usually wave to any car that gives me a wide pathway to walk, right? especially when I'm on the roads and no sidewalks. You can tell beforehand when drivers move to their left as they pass you. So I always give these drivers a wave of thanks. I figure the good karma coming my way will help me during the times that fast drivers get a little too close for comfort. 
Number 26, re rehearse a presentation or speech. You have a big presentation or speech coming up, rehearse it out loud on the road during your walks. Say it out loud with all the hand gestures you need to make a bold statement. There's no need to feel embarrassed. Most people just think you're talking in your cell phone. Number 27, problem solve. I usually type out on my iPad notes app two or three pressing problems that I need to solve. I do this beforehand. Then I head out the door and without thinking about the problems, I just let my mind wander. I'm always amazed at how often the solution just appears and usually in the last 10 minutes of the walk. It, it's just uncanny the more you do this. And then I speak into the notes app to get it down before it's gone. This gives, uh, give this method a try. Be open to the process and you'll find yourself solving many of your most pressing problems. Number 28, community service. Clean up your walking route. Bring some work gloves and a plastic trash bag with you and on your next, next walk, pick up the cans, bottles, bin papers you see along the way. Now, I noticed that most people clean up the front of their properties, but in wooded sections along a roadway, most towns only send out a, clean, a cleaning crew like once a year of that. If nothing else, you get to walk along a tidy road the next time you walk that route. Number 29, and this is the last of the long explanations, start a business. Right, watch, how can you possibly start a business while walking? Well, you're listening to it right now. I was a business owner before I was a teacher. And as I got through my teaching career, I wished I owned a business again. I, I liked the idea of doing that. So I had that dream, right, about owning a business. And the idea for walking for health and fitness came to me while I was out on my long walks. Okay, During most of my walks since then, I have used my walking time to come with ideas. That's the brainstorming part for blog posts, YouTubes, and now this podcast. I've listened to audiobooks, right? That's to learn something, uh, to get the internet marketing advice from professional marketers. I've dictated ideas, that's the write something thing to do, and into my iPhone notes, and I've planned out, that's the thinking part, the contents of my Walking for Health and Fitness books and programs. I've taken photos, that's the photography part, that have shown up on my website, my Facebook page, my YouTube videos, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest accounts. I've learned a new skill, problem solving, to overcome a number of internet marketing issues, including how to set up an email autoresponder, how to shoot videos, and how to write for the web. When I wrote my book, I asked for guidance from above, and that was the praying part. Whenever I got a little stressed, I listened to relaxing subliminal audio tracks, and that's the listening to music part. Lastly, my hope is that this podcast helps people in need of health and fitness advice, and that's the spread happiness thing to do while walking. Now, notice how many of those first 29 things to do while walking showed up in creating my Walking for Health and Fitness website, programs, videos, and now this podcast. Now, here are an additional 46 things to do while walking, and this will bring the total up to 75, and I'm just going to count these down really quickly. Number 30. Practice deep breathing exercises. 31, count your steps. 32, recite positive affirmations. 33, sing along to your favorite songs. 34, listen to a podcast. 35, plan your day or week in your mind. 36, people watch. That's a lot of fun. 37, practice mindfulness by focusing on your surroundings. 38, solve uh, problems or puzzles in your head. 39, visualize your goals and aspirations. 40, Play an audio-guided meditation. 41, carry a small notebook and jot down ideas to use or use your smartphone app. 42, memorize a poem or a quote. 43, learn a new language with the language learning app. 44, identify and name plants and trees. 45, set fitness goals for your walk. 
46, create a mental gratitude list. 47, review and revise your to-do list. 48, listen to a motivational or self-improvement audio track. 49, recite your favorite jokes or puns. 50, plan your next vacation. 51, take a moment for self-reflection. 52, say hello to fellow walkers and strike up conversations. 53, play a memory-enhancing game in your head. 54, focus on your posture and walking form. 55, repeat positive mantras. 56, identify different bird species by their calls. 57, carry a portable sketchbook and draw what you see. 58, count the number of dogs you encounter. 59, take note of interesting architecture. 60, play an instrument, right? Harmonica, penny whistle, a drum, bagpipes, or guitar or any other marching band instrument. Do that while you're walking. 61, identify cloud shapes in the sky. 62, practice interval training or HIT training, that's high intensity interval training, by alternating between brisk walks and slow walking. 63, review and practice your mental math skills. 64, make mental grocery or shopping lists. 65, identify different types of cars or vehicles. 66, compose mental letter or email. 67, learn about constellations and stargazing if you walk at night. 68, review a book, movie, or TV show you recently enjoyed. 69, create a mental bucket list. 70, plan a surprise for a loved one. 71, visualize a peaceful and serene place. 72, reflect on your accomplishments. 73, plan healthy meals and recipes. 74, practice active gratitude by appreciating your surroundings. And 75, set intentions intentions for a positive, productive day. My favorite intention is this, quote, I believe something wonderful will happen to me today, end quote, and it does. Now, remember to stay safe while walking, especially if you're engaging in activities that requires your full attention, such as if you're writing or drawing, okay? Uh, A few times I've dictated notes into my notes app and I've kind of wandered into the road, so be aware of that. Always be aware of your surroundings and any potential hazards. Now, remember to check out my Walking for Health and Fitness chapters giveaway and how to get the audiobook version for free. And we'll finish up with the cool down. This is the longest podcast I've done so far. Uh, the cool down is this uh, episode's health and fitness insight from my walking logbook journal. It's available at amazon.com. And it's ways to stay motivated. Now, number one, create a vision board to help you visualize your intended results and allow you to see your ideal future. As you create the vision board, your creativity will begin to shine through and fire up your imagination as you literally create your future. Number two, break down your goals into smaller pieces. The number three way to stay motivated, treat yourself whenever you have achieved these smaller pieces. Number four, share your walking goals with supportive people. Number five, keep yourself organized by having a walking routine. Number six, keep the big picture in mind. Number seven, don't worry about what you can control. Number eight, seek out positive information. Number nine, remind yourself why you set your goals. And number 10, be consistent. Now, I give away the first three insights and the logbook pages for you to use. Check the link out in the show notes and enjoy the Walking for Health and Fitness logbook journal. So finish this up, this episode. Um, Remember that time is the most valuable thing a man can spend. Now, this is Frank Ring for Walking for Health and Fitness. I appreciate you spending your time listening to the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast. Thanks for listening. 
please follow and subscribe to this podcast and walk on. And please give the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast a review. The most helpful place for you to do that is on Apple Podcasts, which you can do even if you aren't using an iPhone. Just log into your iTunes account and leave the show a review. Now, this really helps more people find the show so that they can learn about the benefits of walking and so much more. If you'd like to share the show, you can take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Walking for Health and Fitness so I can see you're listening. Sharing your stories is going to help more people find this podcast. Also, share on all your social media. I'll leave my social media links in the episode notes. This is Frank Ring from Walking for Health and Fitness. Thanks again and walk on.